Uh, CGI is a difficult business, isn't it? <laughs> Sometimes C CGI looks great, uh, and other times you have you have cats, <laughs> uh, or the first Harry Potter film, oh. uh, or a movie about Will Smith and his dog. <laughs> but we'll get into that, sure, in a moment. Mm -hmm. um, hello, w hello. We host a podcast. On the interweb, my name's Brady. I'm Peter. And uh, <laughs> one of the things that we do in our show is that we let you vote on what movies we're going to do. What, and, what, uh, what vote category was this film? This was category uh, 2007 films, movies from the year. Like films that are set in 2007? Uh, well, probably, but also, <laughs> also, more accurately, films that were released in that year. Oh. So, hmm. thanks for voting. <laughs> uh, the options were Bridge to Terabithia. Mm. Uh, some others. <laughs> This is tough. I don't know what. Just a like look behind the curtain here. 2007 for me was a rough year because there were some films that I enjoyed, what the hell but I was like, the others? that's not like I don't want to talk about this film. I don't want to talk about that film, or that's part of a series, so we can't just talk about it by itself. So I literally remember, like, I gave you my choices, and I said, "I Am Legend" is one choice that I. That's the only thing I really want. For the right. other choice, just pick and choose. Like, I honestly don't care. So I don't remember what my second choice pick. was. I don't even... I couldn't even tell you. I don't remember what my second... Oh, oh uh, Enchanted. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you gave me two, and one was... You said pick one. Yeah. Uh, was it Paranormal Activity? Oh, that yeah. That I picked? Or was it the other one that I picked, which was... I don't know, something I didn't want to do. So I'm like, no, not that one. Yeah, that's right. So I, my my choices for 2007, I've got I looked up the message. Number 1 definitively was I am legend. 2 was not right. much. 3 was a tumbleweed. 4 was dust blowing near the tumbleweed. 5 was across the universe, I guess, and 6 was paranormal right. activity. So right. I think we went with And I didn't know how much we could talk about across the universe. I don't think so. Yeah, and I don't blame you. So we went with paranormal. Would have been I would be, would have been okay with talking about paranormal. Yeah, I think there's a lot of meat on that bone. Sure. We might visit it someday. Yeah. Some fatty tissue. Um <laughs> But I am legend. Yeah. I am legend one. They did. A legendary I'm, I'm a little surprised at the love that I am legend got. It got uh, and it and it got votes from Patreon boosted votes, so our Patreon supporters yeah, who have yeah. enchan enchanted or infused voting power, and just the lay people alike. It was very popular across the board. But even friends of mine voted for it that I didn't imagine would vote for it. So, oh. like, yeah, it just had this like huh. unfounded popularity that I didn't realize it had. Yeah. So, yeah. Hmm. so it is what it is. But yeah. uh, I am legend. Mm -hmm. Let's just. Let's just do this. Do you have do you have some trivia? Sure, for me? I. So, about I am legend. Yeah, I, uh, it's more just a couple things I want to share. There, 
I found them really interesting. They're not in the formation or they're not of the category that I can turn them into a question. So no actual question for you this week. I'm just going to share something with you. Okay. Two things. C, Batman v Superman. Yeah. Is that, that wasn't. No, but that is an interesting point we'll get to. It is part of it. Yeah. Uh, So something that's interesting that I had no idea going in, uh, and I've seen this film before 10 years ago, but something I didn't know till this week it's the third feature film adaptation of the, f- the novel I Am Legend from 1954. So the first was The Last wow. Man on Earth. This is, whoa, hang on. You just, yeah. you just hit me with so much knowledge. <laughs> okay. All right. It's based off a book. Yep. Okay. From the 50s. Yep. Okay. Yep. And there's been two others. Yeah. And they both starred Will Smith. What? <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's... Honestly. Okay. Yeah. No, the no, first. I was just kidding about the Will Smith. Thing. No, I'm not. He was in all three. Wow. Yeah. Even the 1950s one. Yeah, he's, he he's, was not a, a human a, per se. He's a twinkle in an eye at that yeah. point. Yeah. No. Uh, so the first one from the 60s starred Vincent Price, and the one from oh, the wow. s- yeah the one from the 70s, the Omega Man starred Charlton Heston. So some interesting. What the hell? Yeah. We watched the wrong one. Well, I don't know. I don't know about that, but And I have I have an interesting so okay. I'm mm. being a little facetious. Sure. I have a piece of information here. Please. Um specifically surrounding the Vincent Price one. Oh, really? Um yeah, so of note, okay. the 1960s Vincent Price one mm-hmm. um actually has Better CGI. <laughs> than the 2007 counterpart. <laughs> I read that somewhere. So the second and the final thing I wanted to share with you, maybe this is why they didn't have good CGI. Maybe they blew their budget elsewhere. Just of interest to me, I always love the nitty gritty of how is it made? What's behind the curtain? Some people are more familiar with it. Some people are not. But of interest to me, there is one important scene throughout the film that's uh, not that long. Like it's maybe f- three or four minutes in total, but it's in flashback and it's cut throughout in segments. And it's the scene, uh, the Brooklyn Bridge scene. Uh, so just to make this scene, it's not a long scene. It's an important scene, but it's not a lot of screen time. It uh, took six nights to film, consecutive nights. Um, it required some citizens to, um, or, uh, you know, required a lot of citizens to portray, or actors portraying citizens evacuating the city. But the the scene itself, and it's such a short scene, this blows my mind, it consumed five million of the film's budget. And it just required 14 government agencies to kind of check boxes off and like, okay, we're meeting these criteria to make sure we're doing this safely. 250 crew members, a thousand extras, 160 national guard members, along with all like the coast, like coast guard boats and ambulances and like paramedics on guard, just in case things, you know, or, you know, someone gets hurt or an explosion goes wrong. Just the sheer scale and work and cost that sometimes cinema brings just for like one scene of a film just for one scene that's, and it's impo- an important scene but yeah it, it just blows my mind sometimes yeah if you you forget just film doesn't just happen there's there's a lot of work. a lot of muffins 
<laughs> on that extras table. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. A lot of muffins. So yeah, I found those two things interesting. That is interesting. Yeah. Um, so yeah, let's jump into it. Okay. Had you I s- mean, had- even by 2007 standards, this sure. is shit CGI. <laughs> I don't think it bothered me that much. It maybe should have, it's but it's so didn't. bad. <laughs> I so uh, I think this story is really fascinating. I didn't realize sure. Emma Thompson's in it. I forgot so that. Was that. Kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. For like a minute. Um, I had kind of forgot. It'd been years since I'd seen this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, like maybe ten. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. And so in my mind, it was just a zombie movie. Sure. Like a a viral zombie movie. Yep. And um, so I I had forgotten. I didn't know going into it. I I wasn't aware of you know it's a cure for cancer mm-hmm. and um with possible side effects check with your doctor before taking it um <laughs> sure uh, yeah but yeah so that that it all slipped slipped the noggin mm-hmm. um it's a good story it's a good premise yeah um sure and i think if you were to take this film go back and um and remaster it, like fix the CGI. Yeah. Then, then it would bring the film up so many notches, hmm. so many notches. Because hmm. it's bad, even by two thousand seven <laughs> standards. Even by two thousand seven <laughs> standards, this movie sure. has got really bad CGI. Oh, yeah. Um, I have a. I, I want to start with a hot take. Can we start with a hot take? I love hot takes. Hot take. Okay. If I were to say to you, mm-hmm. the saddest scene in this movie mm-hmm. is, okay, you would say, Ooh. like the, the, the cliche everyone thinks is that there's the reason sure. why this movie is so sad. Can I say the cliche Which, and also just what I might consider the saddest part of the film? The cliche oh, is obviously... Oh, sure. If you have a different answer. I don't know. And this is just off the top of my head, like if I was just answering this. So the, the cliche that nine out yeah, of yeah. ten people would say is when Will Smith has to unfortunately uh, put his dog down for various reasons. When Sam, who we don't yep. realize until a pivotal moment in the movie, is Samantha, the female dog. And they do as if that's <laughs> right. supposed to be some big... Re- <gasps> it's a female dog. <laughs> changes nothing. No. Nothing changes. None. Doesn't matter. No. Okay, fine. Yeah, you 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 mm-hmm. you made me think for a second about how my assumption was it was a male, and maybe that says mm-hmm. something about society. I don't know, sure. but, for, but what a stupid yeah. twist. Um, Who cares? What well, an alternative answer for what was the saddest part was, the, and it always hits me. But it, it's when Will Smith is fleeing. Not, he's not fleeing, but he's taking his family to a helicopter to escape the city. And it hit me, it's hit me before, but it really hit me with this viewing when they're at the barrier with the military blocking off those who have clearance and not clearance to go through. And there's a woman and she's clearly infected. She's bleeding blood. Like she could, she could be playing poker at the casino. As opposed Royale. to the other things that she could be bleeding. <laughs> she could be bleeding tears like uh, good old uh, Le Chiffre. And, but she's, she's infected. You know, things aren't going good for her. 
but she's holding her child and she says, please just, can you take my child? Can I'm screwed. If she stays in this city, she's screwed. And this is all implicated, but she's just saying, please, can someone please just take my child, save my child. And I was like, wow, that's, I don't know. It's not, it's probably not meant to be as emotionally impacting as it was, but I could argue that was, that was a moment as well. But why, why do you ask such a question of the, what's your hot take? I'm so glad that's your answer. Hmm. Uh, I watched this movie three nights ago. Okay. Okay. And that, that woman pleading for the life of her child has still, I'm still thinking about it. I'm still upset about it. Really? Like. Well, like I'm not really, like paused. I get it. Yeah. Like when that happened, I could have paused the movie and took a moment. Yeah. And like, act, and like, honestly, not just like, not just like, ooh, a little teared up. Uh, mm-hmm. I was like, I was just a little teared up. Sure, yeah, but of had course. I had, had I had I paused the movie because then other stuff happens and it's action packed and we're just brushed past it. We got to keep going. It's very um, fast. Yeah, it's it's like had that. I, had I had I stopped the movie in that moment and given myself a minute, I could have had a good cry over <laughs> right this woman's desperation for her child. Oh, oh, and and just that motherly like the reality of parenthood yeah that you 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 are now in a mode where all that matters is the preservation of your child mm-hmm. that's it that's all that matters yep um and yeah and I, you, and the desperation I, like you know the situation you know what's on the table and what's not and there's oh, you, yeah. you've got nothing there's nothing that you yeah. can rely and, on and I'll I'll admit, and I and so I feel like the movie doesn't want that to be your answer. The movie desperately, mm. desperately wants you to be bent out of shape about the death of this dog, and yeah. it is sad. Yeah, it's unfortunate that he's losing the dog. And mm. some animal activist out there listening to this right now is going, "It's more than just a dog. It's his." And I get that for sure. It's sad, but. You know, and I'm biased. Uh, I don't like dogs. Okay. I don't. Yeah. I don't think that makes me less sad during this. I don't think I'm like, oh, well, it's just a dog. No, no, no. Oh, I'm glad. Oh, I'm glad the dog. No, I'm not like I, that's not that's no. not it at all. No. Is very is very sad. I've lost a pet. I've had sure. to I've had to put a pet down. Mm-hmm. So I get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it just doesn't hit the way that that mother and child hits. Yeah. Um Yeah. Yeah. And I and and I knew that the dog scene was coming. I remembered that. I knew the dog scene was coming. Um I didn't remember that this other scene happened. Um hmm. and so that caught me off guard. Mm. Like I was like prepared to be emotionally dev- devastated by this dog. Uh and then before the dog thing even happens, this happens. And then in contrast, the dog thing didn't get me. Hmm. So I don't know what that means, but I'm I'm really glad you brought this up because as soon as it was looking like this film was winning, I kind of went into it and I'm like, what do I want to think about when I watch this film? And it was that dog scene going into it. And 
A, a comparable that came to mind, which ironically I was also reading, uh, Will Smith did some things to kind of um, kind of get into the role a little bit. He he maybe based it on Job from uh, from the Bible. You know, can you find reason to continue when everything's been taken from you? But another influence that he cited was surprise, surprise, Tom Hanks in Castaway, and. I went into this and I'm like, I want to, they're very similar concepts. I want to compare these scenes here. And I, 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 I will admit I'm the same. It's a powerful scene. And I think I thought it was more powerful in the past. And honestly, some concepts of Castaway where there's similar emotional scenes, I think blows that scene out of the ballpark. And Castaway- oh, I cannot get through Castaway with dry eyes. Yes. And it's an inanimate object. It's not even a dog. And I, I like dogs. I, I want to be there. I want to say this first and foremost. Don't get me wrong. I'm not. E- and the same as you, you're not saying death to all dogs. I like dogs. And I'm just saying I understand the emotional gravity of the situation with Will Smith. But just sadly, it's straightforward. It has to happen. There is no decision of if he has to do it or not. In Castaway, there's some yeah. situations where there's an emotional significant moment for the protagonist, Tom Hanks, and he has to make a choice. It's not as clear cut. Does he do one thing or does he do another? And both are emotionally charged and he has to choose and each has implications in these situations. And I'm not going to say what these implications are because I'm not giving it away if anyone hasn't seen the film, but just to me, Will Smith, there's no choice. And I think that what makes it a bit more hollow upon viewing it again, it's straightforward. There's no controversy. It's horrible. It's sad. But there's some scenes in Castaway where it's an inanimate object. It's a volleyball, but it's still more gripping because he has to make choices and he has to live with those choices. And I don't know. It's... uh, Do you... do you think part of what made the dog scene in I Am Legend fall flat? Like, I'm thinking mm-hmm. back to it now. Sure. And do you think part of what made it fall flat was just Will Smith's performance in that scene? Like, that, hmm. yes, he's sad, and he's, like, he's he's devastated. He just, you know, yeah. he just choked, choked his own dog out. Yep. Um, but, but he doesn't, he's not wrecked. Like hmm. he 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 seems to move past it quick, hmm. uh, or or is okay afterwards. Hmm. Um, yeah, you know, I and I don't maybe that's it. Maybe maybe he, I just didn't. Maybe Will Smith just didn't convince me in hmm. this scene. I I have to admit that didn't cross my mind. I can't rule it out, but that that's not what crossed my mind to begin with. So I can't agree with that. Okay. All but right. that's an that's interesting fair. point. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> something I've seen this film before. Um, and something that did resonate in my mind that I just honestly couldn't remember. I'm like, why is it called? I am legend. And, and yeah, obviously, I still don't. Yeah. yeah so, it seems kind of corny. There's like the monologue at the end and the survivors, because he's maybe found uh, a hope for the future, his legacy will live on. Like he is a legend for the survivors. Wait, and okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. Which version did you watch? I watched- Which ending did you watch? 
He, I know there's different ones. I watched the one where he kills himself to save the woman and the child, and the child goes to uh, a compound with a vial of blood with potential for finding a vaccine. Whoa, interesting. That's not the one I watched. Which one did you watch? Because I know there's different ones. Um, yeah, did you have you watched? So I, I. I watched the version I watched, and then I watched the alternate. I watched the one I watched is the one with the alternate ending, and oh. then I watched the theatrical ending, just to, you know. So just remind so me relevance. and the listener which seen both endings. Which is the I've seen them, but not recently. Which is the theatrical, and which is the alternate? So the one you've seen where he kills himself—that's the theatrical. Okay. Ending. Yep. Okay. Um. The one that I watched, um, he doesn't die. Uh, right. Okay. Yep. Yeah. He. He just. Yeah. He realizes that the person that he has on the table, who he's curing, mm-hmm. is the girlfriend or wife or lover of this. Like, you know. Well, I'm gonna call them zombies. I know they're not. Sure. But. Yep. Of the head zombie. Oh. Right, because sure. the yep. head zombie like draws the butterfly on the window, right. and then Will Smith right. like looks at the thing and goes, you know, she has a butterfly tattoo, yep. uh, which is both a moment of like, <laughs> it's it's a moment where he realizes and the audience realizes maybe they do have higher brain function, but, yeah, like, you know, and his it's understanding also, of them is not accurate, and it's also specifically with the butterfly tattoo. It's also a moment where we wonder, like, was M. Night Shyamalan consulted for this climactic moment? Because it it reeks of M. Night Shyamalan, where, like, the daughter is always talking about a tattoo in the flashbacks, and you look at this lady, and she has, like, a neck tattoo. Yeah. And, yeah, and that, uh, and that just seemed to kind of, like, lack some connective tissue. It's like... <laughs> Yeah. Okay, yeah, it's a butterfly, yeah. but wait, what? Mm. How is that relevant? What? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh yeah, so then he he <laughs> unhooks her from the he unhooks her from the cure, just, she I'm reverts back. So I just kind of got like my mind just jumped to something random. Like children talk about random things. Just for the plot, wouldn't it have been interesting if instead of the daughter talking about a butterfly, she had been talking about the Wiggles, and then later in the film, the woman has like a tattoo of the Wiggles on her neck. It's the Wiggles tattoo. <laughs> sorry, sorry. No, it's good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he unhooks her from the cure. Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. immediately reverts back. Sure. He rolls her out on the gurney, opens the door, and rolls her out on the gurney. Right. Um injects her with the uh, uh, neutralizer to the, the sedative that she's on, waking her up. Hmm. Um, the head zombie, like, you know, <laughs> picks her up and screams a bunch, and then they all leave. Oh, um, really? And then right, okay. The end is Will Smith, uh, Ethan, and yes. whatever her name is, um, and they're all they're on the road. They've left New York City. They're on the road, and they're on their way to go find the next thing. Um, but we don't even see we don't see them reach the colony like we do in the theatrical one. Mm, okay. They're just on the road, headed off to you know driving off into the sunset or whatever. Hmm. 
But which of those endings do you think is better? Which I don't one know. Do you prefer. I, you know, I don't like cliche ending or not cliche endings, but I don't necessarily need a happy ending where everyone survives. But in this case, I think that's the one I prefer just because it does seem a little unnecessary that Will Smith so willingly just had to die. Like, I feel like he could have also just hid out in the little safe room. I don't like, I feel like he could have chucked the grenade and then hid in the safe room and they all kind of waited out. But yeah, so I'm going to go with the alternate one where he survives. Okay. Uh, I disagree. I like that he kills himself. Um, <laughs> Damn. Well, you know, it's just, it's a fun twist. It, it's a definitive nail in the coffin. I don't need, there's no cliffhanger. He's dead. That's done. Um, There's no sequel to talk about. Right. Um, True. And, and you know what? I think the fact that he dies maybe cements a little bit more his devastation over Sam. The fact that he really is alone now, that yep. he's got nothing left, that he's he's made an attempt. He couldn't, he feels the guilt that he, he didn't fix this. He didn't prevent it. He didn't stop it from spreading the way that it did. Mm. Um, you know, which is which he way has, too much. But he, but which he has way too much burden. Oh, yeah. I don't get why he it's felt not his such fault. I don't, yeah, I never got that level of burden because it's like, yeah, whatever role capacity you're in in this thing being waved He's a out. Colonel. Yeah, but like Emma Thompson was the one who invented it, and other people would have had to give the go ahead. So, I'm like, yeah, why are you feeling where's, the burden? Where's that? Where's that dingbat? Why isn't she <laughs> answering for? Uh, yeah. Good of note, Lord. Of note, so. This is a this is what I find interesting. So I was always wondering why is it called I Am Legend in the version where he dies you do see why he's called the legend or why he is the legend. Of note in the book he does die and something in the book that I found interesting. I just find this artistically interesting. There's a super interesting Did you, did you read the book? No, yeah. I wikipedia the book's synopsis. Oh, okay. But the, at the end, there's a suit. I just find this fascinating. A super interesting mirrored parallel for the underlying title. So at the end of the film, there's, um, Miss, is it Neville? Neville, whatever his name is. Um, he's amused by the thought, because he's going to die, that he will become... The vampires, as they're called in the book, he will become their new superstition once he's dead because he was the last human. He's going to become their legend because he was the last human, just as vampires once were legends to humans. And it's a very interesting paralleled paradox kind of, I don't know, something about it just is fascinating to me from the original book. But That is cool. Vampire yeah. makes sense because, yeah, it's, yeah. Like this, you know, you infect them and then they... yeah. It was a little, it's, because uh, it's a little tacky, right? Like the idea is, so they've taken a measles virus mm -hmm. and neutered the virus so that <laughs> you're not actually getting right. the measles. Sure. They're just using it as a carrying agent. Sure. Uh, and then they've done whatever they need to do to it so that it cures cancer. Mm -hmm. uh, but it turns out it also, like they make a reference in the movie Essentially, everyone's getting rabies. Right. 
Yeah. Right? Essentially, that's what this is, is like a, a, a souped up case of rabies. Okay, yeah. Um, But, the like, these things are leaping, like, their, their physiology has changed. Yeah, which I don't, like, I don't get, like, underlying, they are still human beings. Like, they're... When they're jumping on Will Smith's car and they're like leaping up light poles, there are just certain limitations that human beings have, right? And they're Some they're almost us, yeah. supernatural. Yeah, which like, I don't like. Yeah, they become like alien creatures. Yeah, or something. and yeah, so that pulls me out of it a lot because I'm it's like, same. What is what is up with these people? Like this yeah. is a. This disease is more than just <laughs> hair uh, loss and bad teeth. It's like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can I, can I, I want to make a, this is more of an observation and it'll bring up a film you like. So I think you'll, you'll have time to listen to this. Uh, um, lost in translation. I am so ready. <laughs> Bill Murray makes a cameo as a zombie in this. Um, there's a scene where Sam is in a dark building and Will Smith is pursuing him, trying to get him out before they all get eaten. And I, I, I love a specific scene. I, I guess it was a bank. I'm not sure what. There was some type of vault, but Will Smith is tiptoeing around and you see a shot of the floor and there's something crinkling and cracking and it's money. It's it's loads and loads and loads and loads of money that he's walking on, and it, this it is reminds a cool of, moment. Yeah, it reminds me of Titanic when just everything is going to crap, and it's uh, what's that guy? It starts with a Z, the actor who plays Cal Dawson. No, Cal Billy Zane. Billy Zane, sorry, and he's trying to bribe one of the crew members to let him on the lifeboat. And at first it works, and then at one point the, the, the worker's like, screwed you, like, what good is money now? I need to do something that's morally right, and in that case it's not letting you on this lifeboat. And yeah. so it was just a circumstance where it highlighted the total, utter insignificance of money, and it did this in that scene as well. Like, boatloads of money in a different film, in a different context, it's like, whoa, there's there's money all over the ground, let's, let's jump and get it. And in this film... I just thousands of dollars, thousands upon thousands, and it's just interesting when moments of cinema where this is portrayed, just the arbitrariness of and true lack of actual worth that money has and possessions have, and the, the takeaway from it is, hey kids, invest your time in things that actually matter. Money, for itself and its own purpose, is not worth it. Just in case everyone gets rabies, you're gonna. <laughs> yeah. take the- Right. All the money you have isn't going to be worth anything. Exactly. Of So right. that's more of an observation. Something that I, I, I do want to bring up, and it's all the, this kind of zombie talk, is I remember watching the trailers, and this film seemed popular at the time. Um, and, yeah, hmm, I guess I, I didn't really understand. I didn't go, I, wa- I walked into the movie is what I'm trying to say, not knowing anything. And uh, I didn't watch any trailers, didn't read any synopsis. I just wanted to go in fresh. So I, I was just I was just curious what he was about. I had seen some still shots, some posters of like Will Smith in like an overgrown city, which was New York City. 
And I was just curious, like, I'm like, what context is this end of the world? Like, is it an alternate reality? Is it just literally like all the humans on earth have been decimated and are gone? And I do remember watching it where, and I thought this is all here. Do we, do we need the zombies in this? And I, I think I'm just wondering if there's a bit of zombie fatigue. I feel like there could have been some interesting ways to go about it and some interesting dynamics that could have been explored if there weren't any zombies in this. Um, I was thinking that with the Fred scene, the mannequin scene, where it would have been an interesting dynamic where you could have said, has Will Smith snapped? Like, this mannequin has moved. You know, there's just some interesting things that you could have gone with. And I'm just wondering if um, there's an element of danger and survival that comes with having these creatures. But I think... Again, I'm going to harp on Castaway. There is an element and some there's some meat to go on if you go just the total isolation route. So I, oh, I won't say I it's, agree. I yeah. I was super uncomfortable anytime he was like like the first time he goes into the DVD rental store and he's talking to the mannequins. Yeah, you kind of think to yourself, oh, he's he's just he's entertaining himself. He's having yeah. some fun. Yeah, he's being humorous. Sure. Uh, but any of the times subsequent you you start to realize no he's actually talking to them yes. and he's upset yeah. that they're not replying to him and they're like yeah all of those scenes made me uber uncomfortable like yeah yeah i just felt like wow he's completely friggin cracked here yeah 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 yeah, so I think and I don't that could have been how realistic that is. I don't know how, you know. It's been 3 years. I don't know if you would totally lose your mind like that, but maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, yeah, like he's just watching repeats of news cycles just to kind of get can some normalcy in his daily routine of his life, just hearing other humans talk and just Yeah, that and just, Shrek. That and Shrek. Yeah. He's got that shit memorized. <laughs> um, yeah. Something in, you know, maybe they again blew the CGI budget on things that you didn't notice. And so the things that we did notice were just kind of left with the scraps that remained with the budget. But they did film a lot of this in New York. So they had to use CGI to remove traffic, to remove people walking down the street. And I do think it's an interesting color palette that's used for this film. It's not the typical, you know, Book of Eli color palette that's an apocalyptic world that's all grays, it's all darks, it's all kind of bland. It's very colorful. It's very, it's very warm. Very warm. That's a good point. Yeah, warm is a good way to put it. And there, I think the creative team obviously had that in mind, but there is something very fascinating about that, that the message that we're getting, it's a very dire message, but it's not conveyed in this the, the usual usual package that some apocalyptic films are delivered in y'all think we could afford to get will smith to do this movie yeah i reckon we could but uh we likely gonna have to make some cuts in where the what kind elsewhere. of what kind of cuts well you know we had this whole design for what these creatures <laughs> critters if you will was gonna look like but I'm starting to think that maybe we just reuse some footage from this zombie movie I caught last night. I think it's from 1987. But 
if we rewrite the script a little bit, we could yeah. probably just have that shit line right up. We'd just pull that right <laughs> off the uh, right off the reel. <laughs> so bad. Um hmm. the Batman and Superman Yeah, what's with that? Billboard. Yeah. Uh it was just they th- just threw it in because it was fun. It was like an alternate you know, okay. but it yeah. it sparked a a years and years long um conspiracy oh that yeah that that warner brothers had a a secret batman and superman movie that they were working on interesting um and it's not too dissimilar from the logo that we ended up getting for batman v superman right like obviously the the batman logo and the superman logo are different um because there it's using the the, it's using like the michael keaton batman logo Mm. and the like christopher reeves superman logo um but uh but yeah the way it's like sort of on top of overlaid one logo on top of the other that's 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 a dead ringer that's exactly what we ended up getting so (laughs) it's it's kind of ironic and eerie a little bit oh yeah but yeah for years years everyone was like oh no they have to be they why you know this was their easter egg this was their way of telling (laughs) us that it's coming that it's on the way Mm, i don't know no such luck no do you have anything else? I I, I think that's you know, about I it. I enjoyed this movie. I really, yeah. I did. I enjoyed this movie. I think it's a fun concept. I think mm-hmm. the execution gets a little sloppy. I think yep. the CGI is 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 nothing if not distracting. Mm. Um, and yeah, it just it. I don't know. You know, I I the flashbacks gave some fun context, but I felt like maybe there could have been some more depth there. Sure. Um, yeah. Like those flashbacks could have continued and could have been more integral to the current storyline somehow. They could have mm. re- continued to show us them and reveal something, and they kind of didn't. And yeah. I don't know. Through and th- through and through, I, 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 it wasn't my favorite movie going experience. I'm glad I watched it. Sure. You know, I, I I'm not upset that it won. No. Um, I won't watch it again for. I may never watch it again. Okay. I'll, you know, yeah. I may not. Um, if someone says, oh, yeah, I've never seen it, uh, then, you know, then maybe maybe if we can't find anything else to watch, I would throw that in and be mm-hmm. like, oh, well, yeah, we should watch this then. Yeah. But I, 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 don't see, I don't see on the horizon, you know, or like I finished Titanic and I'm like, ooh, I wonder when I'm going to watch Titanic next or like yeah. ooh, how long until the next Lord of the Rings marathon? How long right? before we do Back to the Future again? Yeah, right? no, um, not that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I don't see any I Am Legend movie nights. No, <laughs> I'm in, I'm in the so. same boat. I, you know, I'm probably going to say I probably will watch it again, but I'm not uh, anticipating it would be within the next five years, unless yeah, unless there's some situation where it really was was uh was necessary for a social reason or something but someone uh, someone's holding a gun to your head saying watch it watch it now, watch it now. do it yeah and you're like do it. i don't own it <laughs> <laughs> right um uh, so zero zero to ten this son of a gun for me then sure sure so uh, yeah when i scaled it you know i i was a little zombie fatigued um, and there seemed like there was some filler at the end. I do have to say this. This is something that I think resonates. I think it's really good. It's held up. I do think the soundtrack do, soundtrack is great. 
it emotionally captured me at some point so that held held its own it it aged well i gave it a score i gave it a 7.2 and it seemed i feel like i gave it a bit too high of a score and i'm not trying to knock it i just i don't know it's uh it's not a bad film i just 7.2 maybe seems a bit high but i gave it a 7.2 on my scale so i guess i'd see it in theaters um and on Marshall scale again i gave it a seven and I, ju- I just wonder if it something about it just makes me feel that's a bit too high of a score but it when i seven re- seven means you would get a babysitter and you'd go see this thing in the theater right yeah but when i combed over my both the, the scorings for this i was like yeah like it by merit i don't want to give it lower than a six i guess what i'd say is it earns these scores but it's not the most enjoyable seven i've ever watched so okay that's we'll leave it at that what did you give it out of yeah. 10 uh i give it a 5.8 um okay yeah yeah i mean yeah above average yep a lot of that is probably will smith though if you take someone else and you plop it in this movie i think i'm i think i'm probably out altogether if tom cruise is uh robert neville what does this get out of 10 like a zero uh I don't know if zero is low enough. <laughs> Although they would have saved money on a stuntman. So that's, <laughs> that's true. Yep. There's that. Uh, yeah, 5.8, you sure. know, a little bit better than average, but yep. but there's, there's I can think of zombie movies I'd rather watch than this, yeah. and I, I don't like zombie movies really, so. Yeah, no, that's, that's fair. You know, yeah. Uh, it's been a bit. We didn't record an episode last week. No. So what have you watched? Yeah, I'm trying to trying to round up in my brain. My wife and I have continued. Well, we've watched a lot of James Bond, as you found out. <laughs> we've been chain yeah. watching those. Um, we are continuing finishing the first season of Stranger Things. I mm-hmm. the only two new things that I can mention. It was a depressing week. I watched two like not cheerful things. They were both documentaries i forget the names of them both but the content matter one was a amazon prime documentary on september 11th and it wasn't like a conspiracy theory documentary like it was just like truly like a here's what happened and here's some first-hand accounts by witnesses and i just it was super depressing it left left me in a very somber sad state obviously it's a tragic event the other thing that I watched, and I, I've on, I've watched it before. I forget if you've watched, made me watch it. You made me watch a documentary. It was one of those James Cameron Titanic documentaries, and I feel like there's a handful. And okay. I get some, I get some of them confused because there's some that's like here's an anniversary of like the Titanic, here's an anniversary of like the Titanic film coming out, and there's like a handful of ones. I get them all confused. I watch them all because I gobble it up. I'm interested in Titanic. I'm interested in James Cameron's narrative and his, uh, yeah. as it relates to him making I, the film. So I, I've watched it before. I don't remember which one it's called, uh, but it was one of those ones. So both kind of depressing documentaries in a way, um, but that's what I watched this week. Cool. What did you watch? Oh, dear. Um, I watched... Um... Okay, I watched. I rewatched the the nun. Ooh. Ooh. 
I rewatched Annabelle Creation. So I, I had kind of said, um, right. so I'd, I'd watched all the movies in the in the Conjuring universe. Yep. Um, and I'd watched them in order of release. And so now with mm. a different movie watching person, friend, <laughs> comrade, cohort, <laughs> I am watching them in timeline order. Sure. Um, and so far, so far, it it's it, it, the pieces are falling nicely. Okay. Um, as far as you know, lining things up and and having the continuity that needs to be there. Sure. Uh, so I watched, yeah, I watched rewatched the Nun. I rewatched Annabelle Creation. I watched a movie called Dead Silence. Um, I watched a movie called, which is a horror film about ventriloquist puppets. Oh my um, goodness. I watched a the 2005 Ryan Reynolds Amityville Horror, so the oh. remake of the 1979 one. Huh. Um, and and he's he's spooky in it. Like, hmm. he gets dark. It's it's kind of it's interesting to watch. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I watched a film, 2003 horror film called The House of Wax or House of Wax. I've um, heard of it. And it's a horror film with nothing supernatural going on. It's just like, hmm. it's just messed up people. It's just scary oh. people. So, True. Yeah. Yeah. But that one has Alicia Cuthbert in it. Oh, yeah. Um, Canadian. Girl Next Door, Popular Mechanics for Kids. She's Canadian, I um, think. Canuck. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and Paris Hilton's in it. And Paris Hilton, uh, spoiler alert, Paris Hilton gets impaled so <laughs> which i i remember when the movie came out and i was a teenager um we were all that's why we all liked that movie uh which yes. is really grisly but nobody liked Ooh. paris hilton at the time and <laughs> so to see her die in a film was <laughs> you know it was, i don't know it was, we thought it was funny but sure yeah uh i think that's it cool. i think i think i think i think um yeah, I got a jump start on. I already watched. Uh, I already watched the Black Mirror episode for next Ooh. week. Oh, so interesting! Jump start on that. Yeah. Um, and I plan on watching. Can I make a recommendation? To sure. I I still have one everybody? that's in the bank, so just add it to the yeah. list. Okay. Um, on Disney Plus. Sure. At the very least, you should watch the trailer for this because the trailer Good. will convince you one hundred percent. Um, it's, it's a 47 minute long film thing. Uh, and it is the Lego star Wars Christmas special (laughs) and it looks amazing. Like, honestly, I, I watched it on a whim, very skeptical, um, thinking, ah, these things are usually tacky. I'm not all that interested. I'm shocked at how good this looks. I will definitely be watching this. It looks hilarious. Oh wow! And, and just really good. Yeah, <laughs> that's oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. watch watch that. the trailer at the very least for um, sure, and then let me know. Let me know what you think. Sounds good. So, that's it. All right. All right. Well, uh, if those listening haven't done so already, please check out our social media pages down below: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Like, follow, subscribe. Um, that's where we put out our new information. That's where we also put out our future votes where you influence and decide what films we review. 
Um, if you're interested in, interested in supporting the show, helping pay the bills, you can check out our Patreon link and our merchandise page below. Um, and also just thank you for listening. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. Talk at you. Talk at you. Yeah, that's that's more accurate. We, we certainly won't talk with you. Well, I'll talk with you. I'll talk with you. Um, it's kind of a one-way dialogue. <laughs> to, in to a degree, it, you know, Which it becomes because I it becomes I'm a little super more insecure in all of my opinions, and so when it, people <laughs> challenge them, I just I crumble. It becomes a little two dimensional. If you want to leave a comment or a like, giving us some input, it becomes two a two way communication. That way, we don't start yelling at store mannequins because well, we might we. Yeah, we won't stop we doing sh- that. But- no.